Hello and welcome to Go Forth. I'm your co-podcaster, hoster, Christian, along here with Judas the Betrayer. Whoa, let's get... Crab. I can't believe you just called me the Betrayer. But you know what? That actually makes me think of something. Because just the other day, I was talking to one of the priests at breakfast, and he told me that St. Jude, St. Jude Thaddeus, was actually the original owner of the Shroud of Turin. And you know you know the medallion you always see St. Jude with on his chest? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the face of Christ on the medallion from the Shroud of Turin. Absolutely insane. That's wild, actually. Yeah, you learn something new every three days. Oh, okay, that's the, that's the time period. Exactly. It's like you you miss 75% of the shots you make, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like the same thing. Yeah, I don't think that's how it goes, but I don't I read that um I on CNN. Fake news. <laughs> you got to love like a man and fight like a soldier for those you love till the day you get older. Say what you mean and mean what you say. A man is faithful. Okay, well, Jude, I just want to know how you're doing on this fine Sunday morning. Dude, Dude. I am fantastic. Were you about to say cuz something? uh, No. Because you care. (laughs) So considerate. Well, yeah, dude, I'm doing well. We had mass this morning um, with Father John, which was awesome. And he roasted us for never waking up to our alarm, which is what's up. Um, and then we had breakfast with Gabe's parents, which was super cool. Gabe Ooh. is one of my missionary brothers, for those of you who don't know. So, yeah, it was awesome. And now I'm just I'm just kicking it. I'm just chilling and also hanging out. Big living. Big living. Big money. My dog. All right. Well, Jude, I have to express to you what the topic is today. Before we get into that, Crab. Oh. A little nasally. Are you feeling okay today? Well, I have to be honest with you. Last night, I, uh, well, this weekend actually, I came to visit one of my buddies at the University of Southern Miss. Ah, uh, and... because you went to Mississippi. That makes sense. Yeah, it's just the air is really bad down here. Gross. Yeah, it's nasty. Anyways, um, yeah, so now I'm just sitting in my car outside of his frat house recording this podcast. Wow, you are in you are in the devil's territory. Dude, honestly, I am. Actually, that's not the devil's territory. We're not going to give him that. <laughs> Actually, no. We had a super cool day yesterday. We had a, a big crawfish boil. I think we boiled like almost 400 pounds of crawfish. Chaw. It was insane. <laughs> That's like it was so much crawfish. That's like four of me and crawfish. <laughs> well, not exactly. Anyway, just that's for any of you who don't know. That's probably around a thousand dollars of crawfish. Yeah, that's a lot of crawfish. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. Just wanted to make sure you're okay before we got into the topic because you know your health is important to me. I'm really glad to hear that because. I think you're the only one 
and with your spirit. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's the topic for today, Jude. Actually, I'm not just going to tell it to you. Oh, you're you going to make I'm me gonna, guess? I'm going to make you dig for it. Okay. So, Jude. Yes. Who is, like, your favorite person in your family? Um, My favorite person in my family? Well, my mom, for sure. Your mom. Mom. It's It's like a tie between my mom and my dog. You don't even have a dog. It sounded good, though. Because you're scared of dogs. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't believe you brought this up for a second time. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not afraid of dogs. I just know what they're capable of, and that's the end of it, really. No matter how many times you say it, I'm just not going to believe that you're not afraid of dogs. Okay. Okay, then I'm, I'm going to make the the picture for this episode what the dog did to my face and people are going to get it uh no i'm not gonna lie about that. <laughs> it's because you don't want to be wrong you're afraid of being wrong you're afraid of being right i'm afraid of dogs no i'm not no i'm not no. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyways yeah so your mom your mom's pretty cool thanks I'm not going to say her name for confidentiality, but let's just say her name is Patricia. <laughs> Patricia's pretty cool, Mom. But why are moms so awesome? Um, well, um, she, because they always look after you and they care for you, and they also cook really good food, hopefully. I mean, my mom does. <laughs> So moms, they're just so loving, right? You just right. You have this natural, you have this natural like connection with them from the womb. It's hmm. pretty crazy. Indubitably. Indubitably. So today's topic is going to be on Mary, the mother of God. Wow. Dun dun dun. Absolutely amazing. I love Mary. So, dude. How about you tell us who Mary is? Who, who, who art thou, Mary? Who, who is the Mary? The Ma- Mary is whom? <laughs> when when we try to speak proper English, yes. Um, yeah, Mary is the mother of God. Um, uh, I don't. I I guess one thing that immediately comes to me is um who is mary she is the mediatrix of all grace she is amazing she um how about you how about you give us a little brief history of mary brief history yeah oh let me pull out ye old history book um well she was born without sin um which is pretty intense. That's what we call the Immaculate Conception. And a lot of people actually think the Immaculate Conception is um, referring to Jesus, but the Immaculate Conception is Mary's Immaculate Conception, meaning she was born without original sin, Um, which, you know, actually it's kind of confusing how 
this is such a roadblock for non-believers because um because they're like yeah well i believe that i was born with that original sin and it's like hey wait 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 right there like you got it right man <laughs> like you take what you believe and you apply that to this one woman and like we're on the same page you know so like it's it's actually not that hard of a thing because you believe that you were born you know what i'm saying it's like yeah you get it for this one person and there's something we can agree on now let's go get some brunch and hang out (laughs) and And convert you and convert you yeah exactly it so that's the immaculate conception um and that's that um what's that what's next in the order crab so mary born without original sin what comes next in her life um, born without original. I mean, a lot of things. Well, we'll skip a few years. Okay, let's one, two, skip a few. 12 90, to 14 years 90, old. Four, what 12 to 14 years old. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have something to say before we get into that. Okay, okay, this is this is good. This is good. Okay, I hope you have your pen and your pad ready, crab, because this is gonna be good. Got it. Okay, so I was reading this this little book. Okay, that was a lie. It's a big book. And I only read like um, three chapters. Okay, good. Um, and it was saying, sorry, had to gather my thoughts up. It was saying that God preexisted his mother, right? So God had to think, um, God had to create his mother and crab i want you to tell me if you pre-existed your mom and you were able to create your mom what 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 do you think how would you make your mom crab okay uh she'd be an amazing cook I, i'm not saying my mom right now isn't she is amazing sometimes <laughs> that would still need to be there um but. she would always buy me candy whenever i ask oh you know whenever we're driving on like the highway and i say Oh, can we go to McDonald's? She wouldn't say, no, we have food at home. She'd always say yes. <laughs> she would always say yes. Hey, that's good. We'll get back to that. Actually. Okay. But yeah, basically you would make your mom perfect. Um, also, we're taking into consideration that you know what perfection is when you created your mom. So <laughs> she would be... Um, perfectly just she would be perfectly beautiful she'd be perfectly perfectly perfect in perfection yeah okay um so when we speak of mary's perfection and how god created her then it would make sense that he chose to come into the world through her and create her perfectly um so maybe that's an easy easier way to think about like why Mary was perfect because she is the womb who God came into this world. Um, and there's that. So, sorry, that was just a thought that I had that. I don't know if that was very clear. No, that was good. That was good. <laughs> so basically we have, we have this little outline for Mary. She was born with that original sin made <laughs> perfectly in the eyes of God as his mom. And then what happens, right? She 
she uh, undergoes the Annunciation from the angel Gabriel, where she yeah. is asked to be the mother of God. That's one thing that a lot of people don't understand. Don't, not, it's not that they don't understand it. It's that they just don't even know it. Is that Mary had a choice. Mm-hmm. She was not forced into this role as the mother of God. She was asked. And I'm sure she was scared out of her mind. Because um, who wouldn't be? Like, hey, we're going to um, implant the son of God inside of you. <laughs> no, no pressure. No, no pressure. pressure though. No pressure, though. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, but you're perfect also. So. <laughs> oh, thank you, Crab. Okay. No, not you. Oh. Oh, well. Gosh. Sorry. I did get carried away, though. All right. So, anyways, Mary becomes pregnant with the baby Jesus. Not mm-hmm. too long after... She births the baby Jesus, right? Okay. Then she basically is just the perfect mom to him while he grows up. Perfect mom, like you said. Then the passion of Jesus comes. Wait, 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 wait. What? Let's back up a little bit. I don't think we're doing it justice with Mary's fiat, meaning Mary's yes. Like, that's something that is so important and so relatable, right? Because it's Lauren. because Mary's, Mary's fiat, when, when the angel appears to her, she says, may it be done unto me according to thy word, right? Meaning, like, maybe it wasn't exactly what she wanted or exactly what um, she expected, but it's what had to be done, right? God's will above all things. And I think that's so important. That's such an important example for us. Um, seeing like maybe God doesn't give us what he want, what we want. He gives us what we need. Um, and for us to be able to say, may it be done unto me according to that word. That example of Mary, um, just humble obedience to the father. That is something that um, really I encourage people um, to spend more time meditating on because that's super powerful for me because so many times we're faced with those difficult decisions that it's like what the heck should i do and you're completely bamboozled and christ is asking you to do this thing and you're like absolutely not that's not in my will (laughs) whatever so um yeah mary's fiat i just wanted to be able to like say that and help us foster like what does that mean for us? Like, how do we take the example out of that? So, well, sorry yeah. to cut you off. But. No, that was awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah, Mary's Fiat is super important. I think you, you nailed it on the head pretty well. So, now we will continue. Boom. Okay, so, Jesus' passion, right? He's hanging up on the cross, and he looks down. This is in the gospel. Looks down. John, St. John, and... His mother, Mary, are standing beneath him. And he says, woman, behold your son, and son, behold your mother. All right? So mm-hmm. in that moment, Jesus establishes Mary as the mother of everyone. Mm. Now, yeah, so now she's our mom, too, right? Boom. So basically, we have three moms. Three moms? Well, yeah. Your Boy. mom. Your mama <laughs> and Mary. My mama. Well, yeah, she's 
Another I mean, mom. I mean, I love my mama. Both of them. Both of them are most. Both of them. Both of them are most. <laughs> okay, that's good. So we have three moms. All right. This is, I'm, I'm learning a lot right now. Like you said, every three days. Every, yeah, you learn something. And I've learned two things today. Wow. God is so good. Cheating. Um, In the system. Okay. Okay. Well, Crab, I have a question for you. Let's hear it. Since, since you informed me that we have three mothers, I assume you were just like this wealth of knowledge, right? And I think um, one thing that I, as a, um, a uh, Jewish person, am confused <laughs> about is why you Catholics, um, why the heck do you worship Mary? Why do you work with Mary? What's going on? I was really confused the way you're going with that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why do we worship Mary? Well, Jude, I... <laughs> okay, I'm going to debunk this question for everyone out there once and for all because I'm, like, tired of doing it. Oh. You, so- you sound triggered. Oh, I'm, like, super triggered. No, I'm not <laughs> triggered. No. Okay. Here's the thing. We do not worship Mary and the saints, okay? And oh. I'll explain. So, basically, there's two there's two different ways to look at this, right? The the honor that we give to God is called adoration, which is the highest honor we can give, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's worship. The honor we give to Mary and the saints is otherwise known as veneration. Hmm. Okay, and proper proper veneration does not like compete with adoration. But, like, is it? It's different from. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't like compete with it, right? It's hmm. definitely. You, it's it's clearly not on the level of adoration, but instead, veneration fosters adoration. If that makes any sense. Okay. So even though Mary's like the mother of Christ and she's perfect, she's still in every which way lesser and dependent upon her son. Okay. And so why, okay, here's another question, which probably stems from your question, is why we pray to Mary and saints, because that's true. We do pray to them. Um, let me think the best way I can explain this. Maybe, all right, here's an analogy. I love those. All right. I don't know how even remotely close this is going to make sense, but well, now I'm nervous. You ever, you ever like go on Instagram and some girl puts up a post and it's like, OMG, like crying emoji. I'm going to miss you sprinkles. You were my favorite cat. And (laughs) then she, she goes on to write like a three page essay on how she misses her cat. Your cat just died. And then all of her friends start like commenting on the post. They're saying, praying for you. Love you, girly. <laughs> you know, you've been there. Okay. Yeah, you, you sound like you're getting in some dicey territory here, Crab. Well, you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. Yeah. And the, point, the point of all that was just to say that people pray for each other. Oh, <laughs> yes. I mean, you almost sent me on this emotional rampage of uh, yeah. guessing sprinkles. We all miss sprinkles. Rip. Anyways. Yeah. So people pray for each other, right? Yeah. So let's say 
you know, you're going through a tough time and you ask your friend, like, hey, could you say a prayer for me? Um, I'm just like, I have a test coming up or whatever, you know? So the same goes for for praying to Mary and the Saints, right? So we ask them to pray for us. And who better to ask than them, right? Because they're, they're in heaven with Christ. So they kind of have that direct access to bring their prayers to Christ. Mm-hmm. So, however, there is one who sticks out more, which is Mary over the saints, because Jesus cannot neglect his mom's commands, right? Okay. Like, if your mom tells you to do something, you're going to do it, especially if you're both perfect. Yeah. Because perfect mm-hmm. obedience to your mom. So, yeah. So, cannot neglect his mother's commands and we see this in that we see this really in the gospel at the wedding of cana whenever uh, mary says they're out of wine and jesus literally just turns water into wine just because his mom told him he's out of wine mm. so jesus said something extraordinary just to please his mom so what will he not do to answer those prayer requests that she brings to him from us love that Right. Heck yeah, man. Um, I, I feel like um, another thing that kind of gets like confused and it all is, is our like devotions to Mary, um, which I guess, yeah, from an outsider's perspective, it can seem kind of like odd, but it's exactly what you just explained, right? The difference between adoration and veneration. And, um, and like we, so many people idolize like sports players because you know what, like Drew Brees, he's a great football player. He's an example of like a good person who like plays football well and like people look up to him and, and rightfully so. I mean, he's a great guy. Um, sorry if I triggered anybody with using Drew Brees as an example, you can think of, whoever you'd like no. <laughs> but, but it's the same thing and with the saints of um the catholic faith we look at them for an example and more extremely we look at mary because of her extreme obedience and the fact that she was given a special role um in the life of christ um because God gave Mary such an important role in um, the story of our salvation. Devotion to Mary should not be like arbitrary or um, yeah, it should be arbitrary, extraordinary. It, it should be a normal part of our faith because Mary is so important in, um, in our lives and our faith. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't, I feel like a lot of people make it a really big thing, but really it should be a normal thing. We really should turn to the intercession of our mother, give her our intentions, allow her to purify them and give them to the Lord. Um, And we do this through different things like uh, crab. Have you ever done 33 days of morning glory? Oh yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So 33 days to morning glory is it's a book retreat if that makes any sense so uh it's kind of 
it's kind of like a do-it-yourself retreat all inside of a book. So each day you have um, like a little section to read. And what it is, is it's kind of a consecration to Mary, um, meaning, so this is, this is basically like the gist of it all. So whenever you consecrate yourself to Mary, you kind of offer up all of your all of your hardships and struggles throughout the day, all of your victories. You offer up everything to her, right? Mm. Um, and how it's explained in the book, which I really love this uh, this image, is that once you offer up Mary everything and you make her your intercessor, uh, it showed this image of. Oh, it didn't like actually have a drawing, but in, <laughs> in words, it showed this image of once we're once we're on the judgment seat and God asks us what we have to offer him from our life, we'll just be there with nothing. But then Mary will come in and she will have everything from us. So kind of I I have this picture in my head of like, you know, Jesus is like the bouncer or God's like the bouncer at this bar. And you're like, walk up, you're like, hey, can I get in there? He's like, what you got for me? Like, you got some idea or something? And then you're like, oh, shoot, no, I don't. And then all of a sudden, Mary walks up and she's like, hey, he's cool. Let him in. And you're like, oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> was, was this all inspired by you being at a frat house, Crab, with these extreme examples of going to the club and Mary getting you in? What's going on? Basically, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel inspired at the college <laughs> level. Um, no, that's awesome. Actually, Crab, what did what did Mary say when she arrived to the Pearly Gates? She said, um, Wazam. The, well, <laughs> no, she said, I assumed this was heaven. Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh man, that was that was good. That was you really good. didn't have to do that. I I give myself a three for that one. That was solid. Um. <clears throat> anyway, um, another thing that I think I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but um, one thing I really love is the miraculous medal. Uh, maybe a brief like rundown on what the miraculous medal is is uh saint uh saint catherine labore um was a french um sister and she had an apparition of our blessed mother and um i'm not exactly too informed on how it all exactly went down but mary um told her to make her apparition into a medal and to put on the back of it the M with the bar and the cross. If you've seen the miraculous medal symbol, you know what I'm talking about. If not, Google it. It's awesome. Read a little bit about it. Um, but this this medal that this French sister made was sent throughout the world and um, has been credited with a lot of healings and miracles and just super awesome things for people who have faith in it. So um, long story short, I always try to keep a miraculous medal on me. And when I feel inspired to give it to someone, I try to, 
whatever it might be. Um, and I always keep a few in my backpack, whatever. So there's this one time I was talking with um, a young man. I forget if he was in um, high school or college, but he was telling me that he was struggling with um, sins of the flesh, uh, <laughs> not not being able to live very um, purely. So um, I talked to him for a little while, but then I ended up giving him a medal. Okay. So fast forward five months, I, like a pagan, <laughs> forgot to put a miraculous medal back on. And one morning I woke up and I thought about it and I was like, oh man, I got to put one on. So I put the miraculous medal on and I was like super excited because I felt like brand new, whatever. Um, and craziest thing happened. So I went to Chick-fil-A, but wait, the story gets even better. Um, <laughs> I ran into this guy again and I was kind of like sitting there talking with him. Like it was good, just catching up, having fun. And at the end of the conversation, like after we had like said Latro, um, he, he's like, hey, Jude, uh, I didn't want to say this, but I lost the miraculous medal you gave me. And so in that moment, it was like I was super baffled because that was the first day that I put on a miraculous medal in like months. And I was super taken back. He was probably really confused because I didn't explain myself to him. I was just like sitting there like like with my tongue hanging out, like, what is going on? <laughs> and uh, oh, my God. Uh, it was super special because it showed the intercession of Mary um, in my life, showing me that small miracle, but also in the life of this guy who um, was open about his struggles and was willing to fight for them. And it was just a super beautiful, super beautiful moment. That was, wow. Uh, I don't even know how I got on that, but Mary. Oh, that's awesome. Absolutely phenomenal. She rocks on. Rocks on. Ben rocks on. Ben rocks on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Mary's, Mary's a baller, dude. She, she'll cross you up anytime, anywhere. Whoa, that's an image. Yeah, like you can just imagine her in her like, long cloak just 360 windmill slamming it in your face yamming it yamming okay. it well there's that crab you can dunk right yeah can't dunk on me yeah no yeah what yeah I definitely could oh well there's that um good so crab we are actually we're going to the Chapel of the Miraculous Medal in France this summer. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, you guys should meet us there. Yeah, you guys definitely, like, pull up. Because by that time, we're going to be famous, so. Yeah, we'll have at least 50 people listening to our podcast every week. <laughs> Speaking of which, we still need to make it to where people can get in touch with us. Ah, uh, yes. Like, we, okay, um, how about like tomorrow aka yesterday we make this email account and we start posting it all right jude i'm so glad you volunteered to do that hey it's not what i do crab it's who i am it's who i am and you are um who oh <laughs> um 
I don't know how to answer that question. I am a sinner. Okay. Go forth at gmail.com. Oh, sick. Yeah. Go forth at gmail.com. Please let us know if there's anything you would like to hear us talk about. Let us know how much you absolutely love Christian singing. Um, let us know. Let us know. Let us. Let us grow. Let us. Um, what, what, it, what, is, what did Father Romain say in Mass? Let us pray. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a good one. Hey, thanks. Just kidding. It sucked. All right. And with your spirit. Um, oh, also, before I forget. Yeah. Go, all of you go on Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars and write a bomb review so that we can, uh, like, whatever people search for Catholic Podcasts will pop up. Yeah. I don't uh, know if you said bomb review or mom review, but I think you should definitely write a mom review. He's, like, super proud of her eight-year-old son who finally learned how to use the bathroom yes what is that the age that you learned how to use the bathroom i plead the fifth i'm not gonna answer that the fifth isn't that the one about like guns (laughs) oh my gosh this is what's wrong with america i'm joking i know that that's the 19th (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yeah, dude, I, okay, I'm not going to get into that. Um, Crab, I want to thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about Mary, the Mother of God. And I also just want to take this moment to say, like, I'm super happy we're doing this podcast. I feel like it's um, it's been really good for me. I've had a lot of time to just, like, reflect on some of the things we talk about. And hopefully our listeners feel somewhat inspired by not only what we say, but also our nonsense. And they just be themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this has been a blast. This really has been. And it's, and it's only starting. So please pray for us. Pray for um, our different apostolates. And... Nope. Shoot. Wait. I want to say it. I no. Say it. I want to say it this time. Fine. You can say it. You've said it every time. Okay. The podcast has ended. No, you didn't even say it right. Oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me retry. Try Try again. Go forth. The podcast has ended.